Welcome to our podcast. I'm David Kramer coming to you from Northern California. And I'm Dave Blasco from Arizona. Dave and I have been friends since the early 1980s when we were college roommates. And we finally found a medium to share our wisdom with the world, or at least our opinions. Between us, we have two engineering degrees, two master's degrees, an economics degree, and over 60 years of work experience. And we're making this podcast together to try to help each other and hopefully you, the listener, save some money. So, Mr. Kramer, what is today's topic? This is a follow-up episode to our uh, the episode that was part- posted on March 30th about working from home. Ah, so working from home part two. Yes, we're recording this one on May 2nd, so roughly five or six weeks after we posted that one. And um, you and I have been working from home almost exclusively over that time, and maybe we learned something. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I think my I'm looking back at the calendar. My first day working from home because of COVID was uh, March 18th. Yeah, that was the same for me. Uh, that's when the um, shelter-in-place order came through for the seven Bay Area counties or six Bay Area counties. Um, I went back yesterday and listened to our podcast, Dave. And you know what? That was some pretty good information there. Uh, listeners who haven't heard it, you should go back and listen to it now. We'll try not to repeat too much, but in general, that was good advice. Um, but it was in a slightly different context. Where we are now is pretty much everybody's working from home. The vast majority of people that I deal with on a daily basis are working from home. Um, I, I don't know if that's true for you, Dave, or not. Um, well, I work, I, you know, I work for a big company and we make stuff. So some, some things we do, uh, I think all the, what I'll call knowledge workers can work from home, but there are still some people that have to go into the office because they're building stuff or repairing something. And I think for you, for you guys, you have people who are actually constructing buildings and they have to be at the job site doing some of the work, right? That is correct. We do have people working in trailers and people working with tools and stuff out outside or, well, sometimes it's inside, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, and I've had some jobs where I've worked in factories before, and if I was doing that, I would be going to the factory because you have to be there to put stuff together to ship it out the door. But in my current role, um, I'm essentially a knowledge worker, and I work at a desk, and I use a computer, and I analyze information, and uh, prepare analysis and stuff like that. So working from home works pretty much the same as sitting at my desk in the office. Yeah, um, I, I've had to go in the office a few times because there are things that need to be uh, pieces of paper that needed ink on them. Um, we haven't completely got away from that yet. Um, but the bulk of people I deal with were working from home at least part time. Uh, we started out having the company's leadership meeting every morning via a teleconference. Um, I was having my team meet. We had our regular meeting by teleconference, and then we met two other times first thing in the morning just so we could touch base and try and make up for the uh, never seeing each other at the coffee machine. Yeah. And, I, and I'll say, you know, for me, I, I work with, a, we're a company that has offices around the world. So on any given day, I'm talking to people who are in five other cities than where I, than where I am at. And so we're going to be talking by phone anyways, regardless. So if I'm in the office, I'm still talking remotely to people that might be um, in other cities across the United States and in other cities that are um, on a weekly basis. I might talk to people from two or three other countries. Yeah, we, we're a localish company. We just cover 
Northern California. So we don't have to do that. And it's, oh, I'll say it's secondary. It doesn't, doesn't work as well to be remote. But what my observation is, if everybody's remote, it works much, much better than if, uh, even if, even if only two people are in the same room, it immediately starts to degrade the meeting. Because you have, because of the, say more. Well, uh, well, and people aren't quite used to this. We've been mostly using um, Microsoft Teams for mm -hmm. video meetings, uh, but they're all, there's a lot of similar similarities. But if you try and put two people with laptops in the same room, you get these feedback issues that make it unlistenable. Uh, so after clamoring around trying to figure out how to deal with that, uh, you end up with uh, one of the parties muted, yep. and then they can't contribute. Um, and then those two people, who are, two or more people that are in the same room, start having a side conversation. Oh, gotcha. Um, so it it just immediately gets worse, even when the majority of people are are remote. I gotcha. I think tech, technically the solution for that is uh, we we do have meetings at work where we have a number of people in a conference room. And we have people who are off a remote site. So you have one one person basically presenting with a centralized microphone for everybody in the room. And then that mic picks up all the conversation. So a lot of our conference rooms are wired for that setup with a screen or projector or something like that. Yeah, you have to have more expensive gear than that it's not as nimble as just using the camera and microphone that are on your your laptop yeah um, and it still it still doesn't work as well people start writing on uh whiteboards and trying to describe it um it, it, I've, I've decided that they've changed the shelter in place order here as of well as of monday that came out last week but uh where all of our work all construction work is uh essential now so we're going to start kind of soft gearing up getting people back in the office but i think i'm going to continue to have uh video meetings as our regular weekly meeting with everybody sitting in different rooms um, so it's all equal because I'm expecting certain people won't be able to come back because they're at risk or they have to take care of their kids, whatever it is. Um, and those people will start to feel excluded. Ah, it's interesting. Yeah, you, you guys might consider getting uh, some video equipment for the room. I know in some of the rooms that where I work, we'll have a video set up for the... Well, thing one, for m most of the time, we only use voice communication, so it's, we do not do video calls at my work. The only video that we normally do is if there's a high-level leadership meeting, say our CEO is doing a town hall, or at the next level down, those town halls will be video broadcast with just the leadership there, and then they'll take questions from the audience. But normally, in my meetings, we never do video. So it's just, just voice, so it's a lot easier from that perspective. But we do have some certain conference rooms set up where we have a centralized um, uh, camera and then there's a microphone pickup so it's easy to have people in a room say 20 people and then we can have people from other locations see and hear and they can see who's speaking etc that might be an option for you guys well we have that the problem is um, we had a we had invested a lot of money into some nice gear. It was a Starleaf system, mm -hmm. but now it's been leapfrogged by the technology, so it doesn't talk to Zoom and Teams and stuff like that very well. Ah, uh, got um, it. We are we're migrating the entire company to Zoom now, um, and we're going to use that for our, our VoIP system. So it's going to replace our, our 
our entire phone system and then like like you guys are you're ahead of us a bit you'll just talk through your computers um though i think now where you're ahead of us i think you're going to actually be a little bit behind because while everybody's been doing this everybody got used to doing uh video phone calling um mm-hmm. like we expected from watching star trek when we were kids mm-hmm. um and it, that's awkward and you know you got to get dressed and comb your hair and stuff but now everybody's kind of get used to it and, and it's i think it comes across as a little rude if some people are on video and other people are not Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, I just with our company, we just haven't used it a lot. It's it's there because we also are used Teams. We've been we've used Skype for a number of years, and now we're transitioning to Teams and forcing that transition. So you can turn your video on if you want to. Um, it's just I guess it's just company. It's not protocol. Or it's not policy. Just we just don't generally do the video part, and we do a lot of screen sharing. So that's pretty normal for us to share the screen. Someone's doing a spreadsheet. Someone's presenting, um, but we're just not big into the video right now. Yeah, it was interesting that first week. I uh, got exposed to a lot of these things that I poo-pooed, but I had Starleaf, Zoom, Microsoft Teams, Google Hangout meet uh, they keep changing their name it's hard to keep up uh and i think there was one other uh, zoom is is the best of them i think hmm. if you're well, choosing really um i just go with what the company has so at work we use teams but i've set up a, my own home zoom account I've, and i use skype for many years even before microsoft bought them because i would talk to my relatives who are out of state the thing that changed me to use zoom was skype didn't allow you to do multi-party calls they may do it now but anyways long story short i use zoom this morning with a couple friends of mine we get together and and uh, talk and we normally just meet at starbucks here a mile or so away but the last couple um uh months we've just we've just uh met on zoom and i really like it i like the fact you can have multiple people on the same time and it's free whereas skype maybe back in the day used to charge for that some people are debating some people have told me no it's free now but i have to I don't know. I just went to Zoom and gave it a shot. Yeah, it works pretty well. We did some a uh, couple of remote happy hours with my family in different parts of the country, um, and it works pretty well once you get it once you get it going. Yeah. So I've not used it for work, but I actually have used it um, a couple times now with friends, and actually did some screen sharing because my friends and I will do. We'll use uh, sometimes we'll talk financial issues, and I pulled up a you know nerdy guy pulled up a spreadsheet. <laughs> And shared that so it works the same i mean the same as teams right um what i haven't tried on teams yet is there's a whiteboard feature on teams that i've not used yet so that might be something that both of us try at work um to do that brainstorming that you'd normally jump up in the front of the room and use the use a whiteboard to uh, brainstorm or draw a picture or something like that yeah i thought it would work but as far as i can tell it won't let you type you would just actually like write on the virtual mile uh, virtual whiteboard with your mouse i guess if you had a touch screen it would work better but that doesn't work very well for me it is hard to write with a mouse because i'll do it sometimes i love the snipping tool um that's part of windows i use that multiple times a day because i'll take a picture of something and then i'll write a note because um i've not found it easy i I not find a way to type on there and it's hard to write with your mouse but i would imagine i don't have a i don't have a touch screen per se but i imagine it'd be a lot easier to use a touch screen if you had that to to write uh, words on there yeah i could see how it might work if you were on an ipad um that plugged into my uh docking station at my office desk you know what i mean uh where i would normally work if i was working from home i have uh, a pad 
that works pretty well. Um, but it, every time you pick it up, you pick it up sideways and start writing crazy things. Uh, so anyway, it's not there. If you had a whiteboard though, where you could type and I typed in blue and you typed in green and we could do things that might be interesting. Hmm. I'll have to teams for us is relatively new. We've just converted over and I think we're getting to the point where we're going to shut Skype off. So I'll have to try some of those more features out. I've really only been using it maybe 30 meetings or something like that. Maybe, maybe hardcore for the last few weeks or so. It works pretty good for the internal meetings. It doesn't seem to work with people who aren't on your exchange server. We haven't been able to make it work. Oh, that's a good point. Um, I don't have many calls with people outside the company. I've had a, well, I guess I, I took it back. I had a call with a supplier not too long ago. So most of my stuff's internal, but yeah, that is a problem if you have people outside your company. So that I've not run, I've not had the opportunity to try or not try that. And it's, it's a pretty powerful tool and it, it's included with your Microsoft Office subscription. Uh, what we didn't have was uh, included was the ability to dial in with a, a phone. Mm -hmm. um, and either you have people traveling or people whose microphones don't work on their computers, that kind of thing. And so that, that, that made it kind of impossible to use out of house. I haven't tried that. I haven't tried that yet, but I, I know with Skype, there was always an option for a phone to call in with your cell phone. So I got to believe that Teams has that. But I just uh, it, it is. It's a paid upgrade oh got it got it got it okay so we must we must have it i just never i've just never looked at it because i don't tr in my current job i have not traveled a lot i used to have roles where i travel but anymore i don't really travel much at all yeah we my church has been using zoom for services and i just got out of a meeting of our decentering whiteness group where we talk about stuff and we used zoom for that it, it, it works it works quite well actually yeah we're, we're gonna try on Tuesday will be our first uh, planning commission meeting using Zoom, and uh, that's a agendized public meeting that's covered by state law. Uh, so that that'll be interesting. The public has to be able to attend and has to be able to comment. Interesting. Yeah. So I mean, for, for me, working from home is very similar to working in the office. Um, I think the only, I think I mentioned in the last podcast, the only thing I'm missing is my chair at work is a little bit nicer than my chair at home. And I broke down and bought a, a nicer chair from Costco. But now we're um, we're having a, uh, my daughter and I are, 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 are trying to use the same chair. Uh -oh. uh, yeah. It's, it doesn't have a memorized function like you do in your car though, right? Does, doesn't she want the arms lower than you or the back straighter? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have that memorized function, but she's here. She's here temporarily. She came out to visit for spring break and didn't go back. And um, they're doing all their. She's a uh, student and a teacher at the same time. So uh, we've been trying out the this new chair that was recommended and I got from Costco. It's uh, a, a lot nicer than the chair I have. So I think the thing I've noticed is the chair I have is fine, but I'm not normally at my desk for more than a couple hours of time when you're there at your desk for eight, ten or more hours a day, um, I think I want a little nicer chair at home. Hmm. Yeah, the work from home, since everybody's doing it, is my opinion, is working actually quite well, I think. And it works pretty well with the way I was set up already, just do more of it. So I, I talk with everybody in my department one-on-one uh, -on -one for a half hour a week, and mm -hmm. we get together as a group 
three times a week. Uh, once is a, a regular meeting that has an agenda and we look at all the projects and the other two are just kind of freeform check-ins. Um, and I think that's working pretty well so people don't get out of touch. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like we said before, everybody has a laptop, everybody has a cell phone. We bought a few more monitors and things like that. Um, it is, you can see people getting frustrated when their, uh, internet at their house gets wonky like mine does once in a while. Uh, um, yeah, I've noticed, I've noticed that I was talking, uh, in preparation, I've talked to, I interviewed a few people, I talked to my daughter, I talked to my neighbor and, um, we have, we're fortunate to have glass fiber internet here in the neighborhood. It's giga, you know, it's thousand megabits per second, you know, theoretically, if you will, but super fast internet. And I haven't had any problems, but there's a couple people that I talk to that I know have slower speed, like DS, primary DSL carriers, and um, they'll stutter sometimes on their internet. I noticed it. And my neighbor was telling me, he was saying, yeah, I noticed, I know the people have DSL because <laughs> they're always yeah. stuttering. Yeah. Yeah, I've had to do a couple of meetings on my phone. The phone seems to be much less uh, data demanding, I guess, because it's only it's designed to <laughs> pick and choose a little bit. Um, but uh, I've gone to meetings where I'm on the phone and on the computer at the same time, and I warn people that I might drop out and switch from one to the other. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for me, I, I see no difference being at home than I'm at work. So I have a super fast internet connection. Um, but I, I, uh, certain people, and I talk to, and I know who they are. It's a little bit difficult because they like we're not doing video, so we're just, and we're normally looking at spreadsheets, and we're perhaps looking at PowerPoint slide. The lag for them, I have to count one Mississippi, two Mississippi before I start talking. I have to. I have to remind myself to do that because it's frustrating for them because mine refreshes a lot faster than theirs does. They won't. I'll move to a different section. They won't see it for a second or two. Yeah. One thing I'm trying to do is have um, uh, people present when we have our casual thing, present what they're going to present to a client mm-hmm. and then kind of beat them up like, I can't see it. It's too small. Can you clean up your screen? Um, I'm sure they don't enjoy it hearing from me, but I think... Um, the people who aren't in the company just aren't going to bother to give you the feedback. They'll just move on to another provider. Yeah. And I think it's hard at home. I've got a couple, um, 23 and a half inch monitors. So just, just slightly smaller than 24 inch monitors, which is essentially what I have my desk at work. But when people are on laptops, I can, it's frustrating for them because I see things just fine, but they're on a much smaller screen. Um, if they're on their laptop and they have problems seeing it, so I have to blow it up. So it's, I've seen some little issues with that in terms of the size monitors people have at home and w- what their setup is at home, if you will. Right, but as the communicator, it's your responsibility to try to make the other person's life easy. So yeah, turn off the background grids on Excel. Um, there's a kind of presentation mode that makes it bigger and doesn't show every 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 command line and... Uh, the big boxes that you use to make it easier on yourself doing the input, um, particularly like the PDF stuffs, you can have acres and acres of toolbars on the side that aren't helpful to the person on the other side. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you can clean that up, that would be good. Um, yeah, it's helpful to people on the phone. Um, I think the key. I think the key things once you have a once you have a big monitor, or a couple of monitors, it's hard to go back, and you're much more productive that way. I wouldn't want to get my laptop up, but if I wouldn't want to work on my laptop all day long doing what I do on my laptop and 
one of the things that we've done as a company is let people take home, like go grab a monitor or monitors from their desk at work to use it at home. So they're more productive in that, in that way. Yeah, and we've done that. But talking to some people on my team, um, they now have multiple people at home. Um, and so maybe where they thought they were going to be able to use the 24-inch monitor in their spare bedroom, they're out uh, by the uh, on the back porch trying to get some work done because their spouse or kid are in there. That's a good point because you have you have at home we have like two people who are working from home here, um, so we're pretty good. My daughter will either be in her room with the door shut, up, or she'll work out at the dining room table. I have a desk, that, you know, my normal desk with a setup that I use all the time for years and years and years is here in the bedroom, and I'll show the door. But you guys have four. Yeah, and some people have little kids, and they gotta stay in the same room with them. So, yeah, that, that that's a good point because I have a, somebody I work with, and he has a younger family than I do. And you know, when I'm talking to him, um, he has uh, young kids, like grade school kids, uh, and so either he or his wife. I think they're both trying to work from home, and they have to be in the same room. So that is, I I salute those people. It's tougher because my kids are my kids are all uh, older. They're technically uh, they're all they're adults, right? So I don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. Yep, um, and it's a SNL joke, but if you leave to go to the bathroom, um, leave your computer where it is and mute it and take off your headset because <laughs> it's pretty funny to hear it, but nobody's going to tell you that you forgot to mute. Yeah, that is funny. Um, <laughs> Uh, I was thinking about, so uh, from my perspective, I was thinking about like what's going well. So I, I like not having a commute to work. My commute's not that bad. It's maybe in the morning, I'll leave pretty early and get there, you know, 25 minutes in the in the evening. Um, it's about a 30, 30 minute commute, 35, depending on what time I, time I leave. So it's not like that. But I was talking to my daughter and she does some commuting with her uh, school where she has to commute to school to, to teach class or to interact with um, people she's working with but we both kind of feel like we're maybe we're working longer because it's like oh I don't have to commute so I can just use that time to work that was um, kind of our thought process I'm not sure how you're feeling about that yeah and you can do meetings back to back to back and you normally have a break where people say you know what uh, I know we were supposed to go uh, and right into this next meeting and talk about something else but let's take a break and use the bathroom go get a cup of coffee and then it ends up being 15 minutes but this um, the video thing you just go boom 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 and uh, uh it can be it can be tiring i was tired this week because i worked a, i worked a couple times into the evening um where i think at work at some point at work i just get tired and say i want to go home but a couple nights this week i uh took a break about five o'clock to six thirty, ate some dinner and then came back and worked for an hour or two and that's that was kind of her feedback too that she finds like maybe she's working even longer because um there's no like work life home, there's no home or work life uh, or home or work distinction right it's all you're all you're there at the same spot it's all work time right yeah and you got to remember to get up and move around because with on the video meetings, everybody, you're locked in one position, kind of, and it looks like you're squirming if you move around and stuff you would normally do if you're in a meeting or even in a classroom, right? Um, you don't just sit staring deep into the eyes of the professor while you're taking a class, but here you're like ostensibly four feet away from them, right? Looking right into their face. Yeah, it's a, that's, a, that's a good point. Yeah, I, I at, at work, I've done some adult teaching where I've taught some classes at work um, 
And I always say that those days are very tiring, even if you don't teach all day long, because you are on stage the whole time. And with that video, you're like on stage the whole time. And I think that can be tiring. Yeah, I've had a couple of meetings where I was talking to a larger group and not like a thousand people, but I don't know, 20, 30 people mm -hmm. um, where you're like making a guest appearance. And it's it's tough because uh, you just don't have the same interaction when um, people, nobody's nodding their head. Nobody is, uh, you can't call on people. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't say, you look like you have a question, because nobody looks like they have a question. They look a little square. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so you feel like you're yelling into the void. <laughs> <laughs> it is It's it. It is a bit different. Um, but I, I, I don't know. Um, I, I've had a job where the last three years I've done a lot of um, just uh, meeting with people at my desk, because uh, I had a job where there was nobody on my team that was in the same building uh, as Iowa. So it, to some extent, it's a little bit normal for me. I do miss the some of, of the interaction at work. And I do find myself sitting more because at work, it's a work is bigger than my house, right? And um, just the walk to the break room is would be like for me to walk all the way to the, my next door neighbor's house. So I, I think I get more exercise at work. And then literally, we have a like a walking, it's not like a track, but we have a little route inside the building where you can just you can do like a one-eighth mile around the building kind of thing and i'll do that sometimes just to get some exercise so i think i actually get more exercise at work than i do at home huh. and sitting for a long times is not is not good for you from what i've heard yeah that's true a couple times i'll take the dog for a walk in the afternoon um just to get some sunshine i mean i'm closer to a window uh but yeah you need to stretch your legs and your back and your neck yeah, I think at work is just a bigger place. Sometimes I'll just take a lap around the second floor where I just to walk around that. It's a little bit bigger than the house, if you will. So I think I do better at work in terms of just getting up and stretching your legs like the same. Yeah, so it, it works. And I think the good news is that everybody knows how to do it now. So and everybody knows how to be at least somewhat productive. Um, so I think we'll be able to live a greener life with fewer people having to be in the office at the same time. Hopefully it doesn't end up with all of our jobs being outsourced to less expensive places. So. Yeah, yeah I, I laugh. Yeah. Uh, I haven't, uh, uh, I've moved my car once. I, I actually drove my car. I drove my car last Saturday a week ago just to drive it around because I'd been sitting in the same spot for literally four weeks and had not moved. Um, just good to run it out, run the air conditioner to, you know, run the Freon through the system and make sure everything was working. So, uh, a lot less need for cars if you're not driving to the office. Yeah, I was listening. Apparently, there's a rash of uh, rodents moving into people's engine bays. Um, <laughs> they love to eat the wiring. They, yeah, and I guess uh, since the restaurants are closed, the rats are really hungry. <laughs> rats are taking over. Yeah, I, I wrote myself a little note every two weeks that says, go <laughs> drive car, even if it's around the block, because uh, I literally, I drove... Uh, we had a couple cars that I had they had not been driven for three or four weeks the one car wouldn't start because the battery got depleted so I had to just make sure I drive that around the I, I say the block but it's like I live in this neighborhood it's like a mile by a mile by a mile so worst case I'll just drive it you know four miles around the square and uh, of our neighborhood and park the car so it starts and the battery's not dead I um, drove to work yesterday for the first time in a while and i was going in after lunch and uh, i got caught in a traffic jam really yeah i think 
Well, I almost did. I I saw it coming and I jumped off and drove around a bit. Okay. But um, I think the the transportation department is trying to take advantage of the low traffic and get some road work done, which is good news. Oh, that is good news. It's just that all my uh, my Waze uh, partners weren't out there warning me about the coming of traffic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have not been on the uh, I-10 freeway, which I take to work every day since March 17th was the last time I got on the freeway. I literally, I think I've driven, I've drove to, uh, what did I do? I, we, we went to the lawyer's office to sign some papers. I drove around the block to charge the car and I drove to the pharmacy to pick up a prescription for my mom. So literally three trips in the last month, something like that. Crazy. Yeah. It does, does feel like working more. I don't know about you, Dave, but I've never liked I'm not not never like, but I'm not a big eater in the company kitchen person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even if I go by myself, I like to go out to eat, and that's not an option now. So I've been making my own lunch and then going back and sitting at my desk. Um, I unfortunately, that's my life. Well, I'll, I'll say this: um, our company has pretty nice cafeterias, and back in the day, I used to eat lunch in the cafeteria every day, and it would be a social hour. When um, when the two, 2008 recession hit, we uh, to help save money, we all took like uh, tw- 10% pay cuts back then, back in the day. And I went through a list of things that I was going to do to save money. And one of them was packing my own lunch, just eating lunch at work, right? Mm-hmm. So that's my life. So n- normally, sometimes I'll eat with folks. But um, unfortunately, a lot of times I'll just eat at my desk. And, I'm, and I might actually be on the phone in a meeting during lunch because there's like no distinction there. <laughs> or, you know, I might. Uh, sit at my desk and I might read like uh, a journal like a, a journal about the aviation industry or maybe catch a article um, like that if you will but um, so long story short I some days I've been eating at my desk at home because I have a phone call over the lunchtime hour so I quickly go run if a meeting ends early and go make a sandwich and bring it back and eat at my desk so I don't see any difference I would recommend to people, and maybe I'm a fuddy-duddy, but if you are not meeting with people that you would normally eat lunch with when mm-hmm. maybe you had food and they didn't, that kind of close relationship, mm-hmm. I wouldn't eat during a video call. So I wouldn't do it with a, a, a client, say, or my boss. I gotcha. I don't meet with clients, and I would just be on mute, wolf on my sandwich down in the background, right? No, that's, a, that's one thing, but I think you should keep it to soda and and coffee if you're in the kind of meeting where you're trying to impress someone oh i got you video video yeah 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 yeah. and again we don't we don't do we don't do video conferences so it's not an issue just put yourself on mute and chew in the background i'm going to suggest dave that you don't do video conferences yet i think they're gonna you're going to be doing them within uh three months now that everybody knows that they're a thing they're they're better than phone conferences um I'd say the the best thing about these conferencing things is showing you who is talking when. Um, So that's another thing. If you're in a big meeting, make sure your name doesn't say Bob's iPad. Uh, Put your name there so people know who you are. Who's talking, yeah. Um, That's a good point. I mean, even if you don't do the video, when you talk, your name comes up as the speaker. And uh, in our world, you can you can most people have a picture of themselves. The picture comes up, but some people still haven't figured out how to put that picture in Skype, which is not simple. (laughs) But once you figure it out, you can put your picture there. No, but yeah, but putting your name is like wearing a name tag at a conference. It's not for you. It's for other people. So they don't have to pretend they didn't forget your name, you know. So right on. 
it's much better to say David Kramer block construction than just say guest E2. Oh, um, right, 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 right. Yes. No, got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, I think that's that's going to be um, <laughs> wave of the become future. standard etiquette when people get used to it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I don't know if we've had any breakthroughs here, but um, Dave, you're going to have to go back and listen to this podcast. I don't know if you're a big fan of that, but uh, I re-recorded the uh, theme songs, so you'll have to hear put a drum track in. I hope our listeners are enjoying it. Listeners, you should go back and re-listen everything because it'll help, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Till next time. You take care. You too.